Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation. This is episode 434. We had 140,000 followers on Facebook. Really cool to see that. Thank you so much. If you haven't stopped by and followed the Don't Unfriend Me show yet, you can follow us at The Dumb Show across all social media, podcasts, etc., etc. My name is Matthew Spear. I am the host of Don't Unfriend Me slash Breaking Truth. And tonight, treading on some kind of unfamiliar ground. I'm not necessarily the most religious person in the world, and I've got my own demons and own reasons why, but it doesn't mean that I don't have a lot of admiration for people who have faith. Mine is a crisis of faith more than anything, and I've been working on it, and there's plenty of listeners and friends who've kind of helped me through this, and the older I get, I guess I get closer to mortality, and therefore, selfishly, consider it more often. But I'm not alone. According to some research, recent research and I will cover that with you tonight, that a lot of Americans are feeling the same way, and the first time in a long time are moving closer to religion, and we'll talk about it tonight, right after this, and the Hodge twins saying, yeah. Hey, Hodge twins here. Check out our friend Matthew Spirit at his podcast, at The Dumb Show, and his website, yeah. don'tunfriendme.com. Yeah. Thank you so much for watching the Don't Unfriend Me show, and I appreciate you stopping by tonight. We're talking about religion. We're talking about God and all of those things that, I don't know, that make us human and make us vulnerable. And I think our own faith is something that is extremely important to remain private for most people. But then again, when we celebrate our faith, we tend to do that with others. So where's the fine line? Is it Celebrating on a Starbucks Christmas cup? Is it going to church? Is it a Bible in a quiet place and reflection? I have not found the answer, although I once again, as I said earlier, am finding myself getting closer to wanting to understand more about my own mortality and and God. And it doesn't matter how you believe or if you have faith. The question is, is there a crisis of faith? inside the United States today. And most assuredly, if you look back just a few short weeks ago, there was a lot of research to say that Christianity ultimately was going to become a minority in the United States with people not believing in God, atheism, and also other religious practices coming into the United States. And with the amount of immigration we have and the balanced diversity that we're forcing to achieve in a lot of our work sector, and in the private sector and in the public sector, we're seeing that Christianity is not as predominant as it once was in the United States of America. And that's fine because the United States doesn't even have an official language, let alone an official religion. That's the greatness about the United States, that all walks of life are here. But is it deeper than that? And what are some of the reasons why we might have seen this crisis of faith, as some call it? Well, there's growing secularism and secularization. And many individuals and societies are becoming less religious and more secular in nature, with a focus on science, reason, and individualism rather than faith and tradition. There's disillusionment with religious institutions. It's been a growing criticism of religious institutions and their handling of social and political issues, which has led some people to lose faith in religion altogether. 
scientific advancements, discoveries, and advancements in technology have challenged traditional religious beliefs and the idea of a supernatural deity in some people's minds. This leads to adopt a more secular or scientific worldview. Diversity and pluralism is the increasing diversity and pluralism of modern societies that we've really led to this greater exposure to different beliefs that I referred to earlier and ways of life which can challenge one's own religious beliefs and lead to a decline in religious adherence. Lack of relevance to younger generations. They may see religion as outdated or out of step with their personal experiences and beliefs or irrelevant to their daily lives, leading to a decline in religious participation, at least up until recently. Historical events and political events also play a large part, such as the abuse of religion for political gain. It can lead to a decline in religious adherence. But of all the things that are stopping religion from being as prominent as it once was, what are the good aspects of religion that we tend to forget? Well, it provides comfort and support. Religion can serve as a source of that comfort and support for individuals in times of crisis or suffering, offering a sense of hope and comfort that can help people to endure difficult circumstances. Promoting moral and ethical values, many religious traditions include these moral and ethical principles that provide guidance on how to live one's life, and it really helps to shape individuals' behavior and character. More on that in a minute. How about building communities? It can bring people together, foster a sense of that community and belonging, and providing a support network for individuals and families. It inspires works of art, literature, and architecture. It plays a central role in these developments, leaving a lasting impact on civilizations throughout history. Encourages charitable works and social activism, I guess, if you want to call it for lack of a better word. If you look at the civil rights movement, if you look at suffrage, all had religious implications and prominent figures of religious background moving them forward. Many religious organizations and communities are involved in these charitable works and social activism, helping to improve the lives of those in need and advocating for justice and overall equality, not equity, equality. Providing a sense of meaning and purpose, religion can offer individuals this purpose, providing a framework for understanding the world and one's place in it, which leads into the next portion of the conversation, which is finding your place in this world. A difficult struggle for all of us, and it seems like right when we figure out the meaning of life as we're on our deathbed, we're like, I figured it out, and the monitor goes to flat. But a recent study showed that many Americans are more open to God and desire spiritual growth in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. Good. I guess they were blaming traffic accidents and heart irregularities. Now, at least, it's something positive that COVID's done. A report released by the faith-based research organization Barna Group earlier this month found that 44% of adults in the U.S. are more open to God because of the pandemic. I'll go a little deeper. Among the 2,000 adults the group surveyed between October 21st and 31st, 77% also said they believe in a higher power, while 74% said they want to grow spiritually. Pollsters found that all generations, including young Americans, want to grow spiritually, with 77% of Gen X and Millennials expressing spiritual hunger, so to speak. Among Gen Z, 73% expressed such a desire, while 72% of baby boomers said the same. 
At 80%, a sizable majority said they believe there is a spiritual or supernatural dimension to the world, with half expressing certainty in the existence of the supernatural, and 30% saying, I think it exists, but I'm not certain. Only 11% of respondents expressed uncertain doubts regarding the spiritual realm, and a mere 9% flat out denied its existence. 83% of both Gen Z and millennials said they believe in a supernatural spiritual dimension, followed by 82% of Gen X and 79% of baby boomers. Baby boomers expressed the highest rate of belief in a higher power at 79%, while millennials were least to ascribe to one at 76%, which makes sense based on the numbers. The Pew Research Center report published last fall found a surge of adults leaving Christianity to become atheist or agnostic, or nothing in particular, not knowing what to believe. It predicted that if the number of Christians under 30 abandoning their faith accelerates beyond the current pace, adherents of the historical dominant religion of the U.S. could become a minority by 2045. The rejection of God means that there is an opportunity for people who do not see the world as having an ultimate purpose or meaning, and that morality is not absolute or divinely ordained. Instead, they may believe that morality is a human construct, as is almost everything nowadays with people who don't believe in much. But it's shaped by cultural and societal norms. This can lead to a rejection of traditional religious practices and institutions and a focus on this worldly concern and goals. The correlation between lawlessness and lack of faith is a complex issue and may vary in different cultures and society, but there is one thing that's held true, is that crime is increasing, and people can blame Joe Biden, the border, the economy, inflation, but ultimately all the outside influences shouldn't impact anyone because nobody can alter somebody's mind. That's up to you. And if you turn to a life of crime, there's not many things that can stop you from doing that except you or possibly faith. Now, I know it might be a little bit of a stretch, but these two numbers, one has been decreasing and one has been increasing. And that parallel and the gap in between is probably a good place we should start. In general, a lack of faith in a higher power or moral authority can lead to a disregard of laws and societal norms. When individuals do not believe in a transcendent set of values of a higher power that governs their behavior, they may be less likely to adhere to laws and regulations. And this can result in lawlessness and disorder in society, as I alluded to. On the other hand, a strong faith in a higher power or moral authority can provide a basis for upholding laws and societal norms, as individuals believe in the inherent value and importance of these principles. In this way, faith can serve as a deterrent to lawlessness. It's important to note that correlation does not necessarily equal causality, that the relationship between declining religion and rising crime is complex and likely shaped by many factors, as I said. Therefore, a decline in religion alone is not a sufficient explanation for rising crime. However, it certainly sounds like a good place to start. If the evidence of people fearing their own mortality is true, there is truly only one reason. As a people, we prepare for death the moment we are born. For some, there is peace with this ultimate inevitability. Some because of their faith and some with their coping skills. 
But with these recent numbers, it is safe to say that people are finding the incontrovertible loneliness and that manifests from fear and isolation, which COVID brought plenty of. COVID did many things, but its unlikely result will hopefully find more people on a pathway to inner peace and acceptance. It can't hurt. Folks, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. I don't dabble in it very often, but when I do, it sounded like a good idea and the correlation was hard to escape. Folks, my name is Matthew Spear. I am the host of Don't Unfriend Me. Thank you for watching tonight. I will go out like I always do with the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255, press 1. 22 veterans a day commit suicide. It is way too many. I am doing whatever I can. I hope you will too by providing this number to veterans who need help. If you see the signs of traumatic brain injury, anxiety, depression, please provide this number to a veteran. It just takes a second. 1-800-273-8255. Press the number one. It's free of charge. It'll never be reported to the duty station. And last but not least, if you're a civilian, you can call too with no fear. They will take care of you. Do me a favor, folks. Always got to get this in. PFC Flags, the one you see behind me, pfcflags.com, is Jason and Katie's wonderful site. Beautiful flags, all made in the United States. They're first responder and military supporters, and they work out of their garage. They are awesome. Go over to the site, take a look, and pick up a flag. Last but not least, you can also go and pick up some amazing coffee over at thedumbshow.com. We've got coffee, we've got shirts and hats and all that type of stuff. Go on over there, use the code DUMB10 to save 10%. I will see you tonight at 8.30, and also I will see you tomorrow with a recorded show. Thank you so much for watching. God bless, and I will see you tonight. 